<laughs> right, on to uh, some other gold stocks. Capricorn yep. put, put out their maiden profit yeah. uh, announcement, $89.5 million. Yep. Um, when we go through this, I've got some queries for you about these figures to uh, educate us on us oh, all okay. and how to analyse them. Um, yep. Right. Yeah, Capricorn, another precision favourite. Yep. Oh, I know. Look, I mean, if you, if you actually look at the statistics, you know, so they did 100, 118,000 ounces of gold for the year um, at an all-in cost of 1112 bucks an ounce, got a got an average price of 2471 Um But, you know, EBITDA, they've generated $153 million. Of that, um, and I just sort of benchmarked it again, you know, which gives them an EBITDA margin of about fifty-four percent, which was sort of equal with uh, WAF in terms of th- that margin. But you know, w- what I love about Capricorn is it's yeah, you know, it, it all reconciles properly, so you can look at your, uh, yeah, you know, what they produce, the costs, the margins, you know, w- what sort of profit they should produce, and um, and and you know, always reconciles well. It's similar to when they used to run Regis, so. Yeah, and if you look at it, you know, I worked it out the other day. The actual recovered grade is, uh, you know, I think they mine point eight nine grams, and recoveries are ninety two percent or something like that. So, recovered grade of point eight three grams a ton, and still to be able to generate that sort of mar- uh, margin and profit is, you know, really testament to the team. Yeah, so, no, just looking at that, as you said, the um, what is it? yeah, the head average grade of point eight, yeah, and to be at an all-in sustaining cost of twelve hundred yep. bucks an ounce is pretty unbelievable. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes, no, it's there's certainly. Um, is that just sheerly because of the tonnage they're, they're putting? Big, oh, massive it's tonnage it's through? tonnage, but it's also I, th- I think the team and the culture and sorry, um, eleven twelve the all-in sustaining. Yeah, eleven twelve, yeah, 12 which is still ounce. one of the lowest um, uh, in the business. But I think it's you know it's all that's just being able to manage the costs and, you know, a good relationship with Macca on the contracting. You know, at, at strip ratio was, was pretty low, um, but they just they just run a, a very lean, you know, highly professional operation. So, um, and and the results are there to speak and they're, you know, uh, you know, the other reason we like it is that, that in the Mount Gibson project they acquired for less than $40 million, you know, that, that should be coming out with a, uh, a resource update shortly and they're looking at sort of, um, a, a maiden reserve by end of the year or Q1 early next year. So they just get on and do the business and, um, you know, generate bloody good profits. And, and and the other thing is they're, you know, they're all big shareholders in the business. So, um, yeah, we, we always like companies where management have significant skin in the game and um, certainly Capricorn's uh, one of those. Yep. Um, now, could either of you, I won't ask specifically who, but just butt in whoever <laughs> wants to answer this. Could you please explain to me, uh, as you said, their EBITDA margin's 53.6%. Yep. Um, so, they've, their all-in sustaining cost was eleven twelve an ounce at an average gold price sold of twenty four seventy one an ounce. Yep. So, essentially, they're- are they they're making thirteen hundred bucks an ounce on on the gold, but their their margins fifty three point six percent. How how does that all that calculation work? What does that all mean? Oh, so where does that fifty three point six percent margin come from? So that's just your the EBIT EBITDA that you make over your sales revenue. Okay. So that's that that that's that margin yeah. sort of thing. So you look yeah, and then ca- the actual cash flow from operation because what happens to a lot of companies is they'll report. Like a you know maybe a, a, a quite a quite a high EBITDA, but then the actual cash generated by the business is low because they'll exclude or EBITDA is obviously earnings before interest and tax and depreciation amortisation. But 
what what we look for is not, not just operating cash flow, but then also how much free cash does this business generate? So you've got to net off your investing cash flow, um, which which is you know your capital, but both but you know in terms of your sustaining capital, but also your growth capital. A lot of companies will move what is essentially sustaining capital into growth capital just to make that all in cost look better. Yeah. Sort of thing. So you know, so for like a Capricorn, they actually generate. They had, they had 153. Um, so when you say free cash flow, that is like after capital, everything. Yeah, that's yeah. what's left over. So they had, the opera- they had operating cash flow, um, 134. Um, is that right? And and investing cash flow about 50 odd for a few things. So they generated circa you know 90 million bucks. Yeah. Um, you know, cash added to the balance sheet, and there's always, you know, uh, you know, your payables and you know inventory movements and those sorts of things that uh, work around it. But um, that, that's really, you know, because because what as a shareholder, what you want to know is how much how much actual cash does this business deliver, and you know they are able to repay their debt, you know, repay a significant chunk of their debt, and do all those sorts of things. So um, I think they've left with uh, sixty million to yeah. pay twenty five million off the debt. Yeah. yeah. So this maiden profit, how many years leading up? How many years of oh, development and everything li- getting to this maiden profit? How how many years prior to this, like you know, of um, uh, capital expenses and exploration uh, to get this probably, maiden profit? They started profit. building the pro- probably a couple of years. Um, just to start building the project, I think the project was about 170 million all up, sort of thing. Uh, and then they first gold. Uh, you know, this was their first full year of production, sort yep. of thing. So, um, so she's flying now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that you know, um, generating cash, and hence the cash that they're generating now will be used in their second project for Mount Gibson, sort of thing. So you've got that. You know, currently 100, and, say 125 thousand ounces going to circa. You know, they bring out if Mount Gibson's sort of a similar scale. You might see, you know, closer to two hundred and fifty thousand ounces. Yep. Um, and and Andy, just as a comparison, you know, capex for Mount Gibson. Um, you know, what in the current environment, what what can uh, these guys build that for? Yeah, it's a good question. Oh, you'd hope uh, if it's a similar scale. I think um, if they could, you know, one hundred and seventy would be a you know a terrific result. Um, yep. Anywhere around that, I think anything below two hundred um, would be a good result. I think you know we saw um, Osgold's study out that was only a PFS, but that was uh, plus two, a bit over two hundred for a three million ton per annum plant. Um, 